0: Look at that, it's just teetering. Just won't touch it. Just keep one hand on it.
1: Just
2: touch it at the base. (laughs) I just won't touch it at all. But you need to touch it. You gotta keep it up. Alright.
3: PopSyndicate.com Your one stop for all your unhealthy obsessions. Breaking news and in-depth reviews on all of your favorite movies, music, TV shows, podcasts, comics, books. PopSyndicate.com
2: Here's the deal with me. And my hate. I hate everyone that That's I true. do not approve of, and unless you're in my immediate circle, I do not approve of you, mm-hmm. and therefore you incur my wrath. Oh!
4: If you are talking about it, they are talking about it. The entertainment news leader is the break room on the Breakout Media Network. Now here's Mark, Dave, and Justin.
2: Duddle up, duddle up, duddle up. Live from the Breakout Media Network studios. I just noticed you only have a silver microphone. Not important, Snurdly. My friend Bo Snurdly. Oh yeah, I'm not supposed to be on the air. You're not supposed to talk. Welcome back to the Mark Hudson show. Dustin and I have here in my formerly OxyContin stained fingers... For you, several email, several email. But so welcome back to the Breakout Media Network, the bastion of political politicalness
0: for advanced entertainment studies.
2: Why are you talking? Oh. No. But as always, the break room uh, has their hand on the pulse of political America. I don't know what that means. Do we? It's questionable. It is questionable. Uh,
0: I might, might hear that we're sans a voice today. Someone decided not to come in today.
2: Yeah, he's claiming AIDS. That's what she said. He's claiming so, uh, AIDS. And not the good AIDS.
0: Yeah, it's it's not, it's not rehab again. I thought it was something like that. I thought it was no, AIDS. it's not rehab this time. I thought it was illegal, substance-related. But... Wow. are we not supposed to talk about that? Is it that legal that's, that's a legal more issue? that's more My an bad. off air
2: discussion? <laughs> Oops, I'm gonna have to uh, recommend no. you to the HR department. Um, My bad. All right, I'll leave. Uh, I'll go talk to you. I'll go fill out a report. Anyways, um, that part of the show will be cut out in post. Uh, but Probably this a good is idea. episode one sixteen, another episode of Mad Radio sixteen it's sixteen. The Mark and Dustin Show
0: couldn't get uh, the tank engine either.
2: No, no, we couldn't make it Mad to Radio. Yeah but so it's just us we have not done this in some time yeah um and maybe that's a good thing i don't know why but uh let's get right to the communications uh we've got one email that says don't read this on the air so i won't read that we have all electronic communications today and uh, n- yeah we do pony
0: express or uh
2: no no snail mail today <laughs> no snail mail. um i did have a morse code message <laughs> that just said please stop podcasting <laughs> <laughs> that's odd because <laughs> we're though. scoreboarding them because they were they can only set up morse code <laughs> right that the morse cast don't <laughs> like the fact we can actually speak <laughs> right then, yeah exactly it's a little hard to interpret that <laughs> one not not nearly as uh funny when you have to you translate it but uh best jealous bastards our uh, listener casey asked for us to put up a link to the forums on the website so i've done that uh for those of you who actually want to make use of the forums why which um, aren't very many of you. Not so much. Um, I guess Head and Nate. That's about it. Nate, uh, the occasional Bill, Gabe Mike, Steph and Mike, Tony Hex. If there's a pickled embryo episode up, which by the way there was a pickled embryo episode up. Yeah. Which meant advanced communications in the forums. <laughs> that means we had a like like six replies. Did we?
0: Yeah. So hey, our musical episode had like twenty two replies. That's good point. That's a good point. So
2: fuck you pickled embryo exactly fuck you up your stupid good ass. point
0: well we like them still
2: because they're part of our feed and fuck you up your awesome mass. <laughs> but uh yeah so if you were into pickled embryo we're really scattered today uh if you're into pickled embryo which Bet. was an old horror podcast that i used to lead um with uh, Mike, mike and mike riding alongside and damon not, not sh- kind of sure that that was the order adding a little the- bit of spice but are you um, serious just- <laughs> if you were into th- that stuff, there was a Pickled and Embraer reunion episode on this very feed, which you can find at breakroom.org, all the links to. Uh, yeah. So go listen to that. It's, it's two hours about zombies. When did you, you mention this? If you're into the undead. I just <laughs> mentioned it. Mike, <laughs> Steph and Mike, thank you for checking in. You dirty motherfucker. Uh, so let's get to more communications. I ate them all. That's not a communication. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> Technically it is, but not a valid one. We should have some voicemails? Uh, we do.
2: Um... Here's one.
5: Yo, sorry, I didn't call last week, but I uh, couldn't get through on the voicemail. Uh, this week's show, I love the list, man. Keep doing the list, whether it's movies or music or whatever. I can this listen list to the list all day long. But uh, I always thought, and I was always under the impression that the number one selling single of all time was Bing Crosby's White Christmas. I, I even think it's in the Guinness Book of World Records or something. So I don't know what Billboard is talking about, but Maybe they didn't include holiday music. I don't know. I always thought it was that. Well, I'll see you later. Peace.
2: I don't know about that. According right. to a quick search on Google, it's either Leona Lewis with Bleeding Love. That's got to be current.
0: Um, it can't be all time. Yeah. If that's all time, that's bullshit. Well, all I can say is we can only go by what Google Bill said.
2: Well, I don't think that was necessarily sales. Again, it was one of those... Weird. We're going to construct a highly scientific, but really not so much formulas. That then we slap a list together, and you know we 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 never do that kind of thing. No. Well, keep in mind that all of our lists are certified by the the federal government, which is not in trouble at all these days. There's there's nothing wrong. We got money to give everyone. Right, and they give us list money. So compile the latest list.
0: That's a good point. Uh, so
2: here's another one. Hey, dude.
4: Air break room, this is Johnny motherfucking M, uh, or Johnny of the mothers, maybe, I don't know. Well, anyway, um, I was just listening to your latest episode, um, I forgot the title of it already, oh, Twist Again, um, and I must have been, like, way fucking drunk when I sent that email, because I do not remember sending that. <laughs> um, my actual favorite song ever is probably "Everlong" by the Foo Fighters. But like, good song, you know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Usually, my musical tastes are like way harder than that. Like, I'm listening to a lot of mathifying, like, scream, very sort of things, and power guitar and shit like that. Anyway, <laughs> um, what you guys should do is like. Listen to that song again and just get at least to the first chorus, you know? (laughs) Because it's not a bad song. It's definitely not my favorite song. I must have just been drunk enough to convince myself that it was, or something. I don't know. Kind of, kind of freaked me out there when I heard myself. alright Well. Yeah.
0: Did he hear himself? I. That was just in his head. This is ludicrous with a Chase in the Crowd.
4: Live Girls love it!
0: Please, don't go through this again. Why must you beat
2: us with this? I'm getting to the chorus. <laughs> chorus? I don't see chorus. Yeah. <laughs> ah, there's the chorus. Oh, uh,
0: that's it as it's going out? That's it's right. fading out to nothing? Yeah. Great song, great song. You uh, sure? You sure... That uh, Johnny's not just backtracking because we beat the shit out of his song? I don't know. But that's my question. He's a loyal listener. Yeah. Every,
2: everybody judges uh, or modifies their own taste based on what we say. Pretty much. So Maybe we beat
0: that out of him as his favorite song. Maybe. Made him realize that he was an idiot for loving that song. Maybe. And moved on to better songs. Right. Time to make a new list. Foo Johnny. Fighters is better. Foo Fighters is way better. So, uh, I'll give him credit for that. So here's another one.
5: Hey, break room. This is a Hat. Again, not the head. Chopper Dave, take the fucking cock out of your ear and listen up. The head. I know you guys down in Texas. I hope none of you are cowboy fans. I just thought about that. I guarantee you Chopper Dave's a cowboy fan because anything that guy likes, I don't like. EP. He does nothing but disrespect me every time I call in. What the hell? I don't hell? know if he got a problem with me or what anyway, talking about The Shield. Uh, episode 2, The Snitch, the little black gangbanger guy, when he was going at it with Claudette, man, that was a classic. I really like Episode 2. But Episode 3 was, was kind of weak. You're right about the women on the show. I can't stand any of them. Uh, Horsetooth Jackass and his wife. His wife, I can't stand her. I can't stand Vic's wife and his fucking daughter, I would have picked her up and throw her against the wall. She would have tried to rat me out in the station. And as far as the Julian the homo storyline, I'm glad they got rid of that. Who wants to see two guys making out and sucking each other's cocks every week? I went through that shit on Six Feet under. In fact, every HBO show has to have some kind of storyline like that. It makes you want to fucking vomit. Uh, let's see. Anything else I can rant about? No,
2: I guess that's about it. Well, I'll be seeing you later. Peace. They're all black, sex comedians. Weird so there you go. I, well, I, unfortunately, you know, um, Dave refused to come in just because of this voicemail. Let me just reveal the real reason. He's actually afraid. He didn't really want to face up and uh, face the music, as it were. Yep. So I apologize. He's oh, 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 a little oh, bit like oh. a certain political candidate that quit a debate. And I will have to say to... Uh
0: the hat that I am in his camp, and I can't stand the Cowboys. So, that is not
2: true. What that are you talking about? That is absolutely not true. The
0: Packers are my absolute favorite no, team. No, you're right. They're can't your favorite
2: team. But no, as of last year, like, I don't know, kind of rooting for them. I, I was rooting for them against
0: some of the other Everybody. teams that are playing, like the Giants. Well, but I, I don't am. root for them in general.
2: I root for them to lose about as much as I root for
0: Green Bay to win, so...
2: Well, let me just let you know, Dave is not a Cowboys fan per se. He's not against them. He's more of a San Francisco 49ers fan.
0: He was when they were worth rooting for. He and Thomas the Tank. They've been pretty much a piece of shit for the last 10 years or whatever. Right. Uh, Now, I'm a Cowboys fan. Thomas is now a Cowboys fan. Is he? Well,
2: you know, if it's a good team, he jumps out. Oh, I see. Well, I've (laughs) been a Cowboys fan since, (laughs) you know, since I was born. So, yeah. I will not retract my allegiance.
0: You know the head is a Philadelphia Eagles fan.
2: I have discovered that. Okay, he is I now tell on the forums
0: based on his picture on the forums. There's going to be a little uh, issue there. That's one of Mark's most hated teams ever.
5: Yeah, yeah. I never
0: minded Philly. I, li- I loved it when Randall Cunningham oh, was there. Oh, shut up! I liked it when Randall Cunningham was there.
2: Yeah, I didn't mind it when Randall Cunningham Who? was here. Who's here? I don't know what <laughs> sports. He wasn't here. Wherever he was, sports. Uh, we so we uh, we
0: i'm confused didn't that did that happen that, but, but what oh, i thought there was another call there huh thought there was another voicemail in there no Oh, okay my bad
2: is it no so anyways oh and the head also sent us an email and wanted to know why we didn't use any of his awesome phone calls for drops wow. on the show um well a couple reasons for that one we're highly unmotivated <laughs> uh if you i don't know how long or how many episodes you've listened to um most all of our drops come like the Hets. first ten. Yeah, but yeah, that's what at that we <laughs> <Good point laughs> had motivation to actually do things <laughs> and like do things like pull drops, and uh, we don't even pull our own shit anymore. Oh, 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 uh, Let alone anyone else. It's very rarely. I mean, unless it's like F13's out, go out, which is, you know, until we lost it to, vo- to the ether, we had to pull it from voicemail. So good point. Uh, and truth be told, with head stuff, with the whole voicemail shenanigans last week, we lost most, most of his stuff. Good point. Most most of the older archive stuff. So. Uh, unfortunately, we. I mean, look, we didn't even pull, pull Helma's stuff, the most famous voicemailer of all time. Uh, we, so we, we so I don't know what episode you even go back to find it. I wouldn't and either. Been too lazy to do that. What I would suggest is you go back and let li- you listen to them all. Then you then diagram all those episodes for us, or
0: you you uh, put out a forum post to Nate, who
2: probably knows where it was from. Right. You could ask him. Maybe start start a break room apedia, <laughs> exactly. wiki style. Where you can all edit it and, you know, show your Do you remember the Ultimate Warrior?
0: Not relevant electronic, Mark.
2: So, anyways, back to uh, my Oxycontin stained fingers. Okay. What What are we doing this week? Well,
0: Dustin, that's
2: that's a good question. We actually have a long-awaited, long-anticipated audio lunchbox. Really? Which we do not have an
1: intro for. There we go. So, we're basically counting
2: down all the... Audio Girls hits love it. that I've collected. Everybody, as everyone knows, all I do is sit around all day and watch TV Suck and, and listen to the radio. I have like twenty TVs going at once, and I'm constantly recording it's on like my the VCR. Stupid Batman
0: sonar phone.
2: Right, exactly. Except they use VCRs. Uh. I record everything on on VHS. Hey, dude. And if I really want quality, I'm Beta.
0: Hmm. I just attract. And then I the translate beard. all
2: that to audio, and then splice everything to find the best clips. That's so we try to do these about what once every couple of months, maybe well, once fuck a month. Your mother. Yeah. So I'm like feeling that. ambitious. Uh, when we're down a man, that's a good time to do and one of these. that's a good time to pull something out of our ass. Yeah. So here comes an audio lunchbox. But luckily for us, Dustin, it's been a really good week for audio. A really good week. Awesome. That's going to be the intro for it. That's
0: enough audio that. lunchbox. <laughs> like okay, so.
2: Do you remember the thing called the Democratic National Convention? <laughs> no, I don't know that I do. Well, Dustin, it was an event where. Do you remember the ultimate warrior? The <laughs> so called Democratic National Party gathered together to elect a <laughs> representative to become president, potentially. Okay! <laughs> <Shut up! laughs> that's not part of the DNC. <laughs> that's, Anyways. Well, I guess that's
0: good to know for somebody.
2: ABC, uh, which is the American Broadcasting Channel Network, not a real network. Uh, They sent a representative named Terry Moran to the Democratic National Convention to report, and he uncovered Barack Obama, Barack Hussein Obama's true parentage. ...convention in Denver, and what an extraordinary night it
3: has been. There was American history made here tonight. There was powerful emotion, high drama, great oratory, and the result, in the end... It's his party now. The Democratic Party gave their presidential nomination, and it seemed their heart and soul and the muscle and bone and sinew of their political organization to Barack Obama, the son of a black man from Kenya and a white man from Kansas. Now, no matter what your politics, that is a moment for the history books. And it happened. It is indeed.
0: It is indeed. (laughs) It's weird when two dudes created a black man and a white man. This is interracial, huh? They had a butt like baby. any semen out of them? and his name was Put Barack Obama.
2: Ass. Barack the butt baby. Okay, is that so, going to be his new official nickname? Barack Hussein the butt baby Obama. Right? <laughs> does he does he fling his own shit? Legitimate question. Being a butt baby, I think he was flung as shit. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what that means. Uh, whoa. Okay. Yeah. So, do you want to keep going political, or should we intersperse the? Most of it's political. Whatever you want to do, man. It's your all right. It's your bus today. Okay, so we'll end on the slightly funnier uh. stuff. But uh, okay, so Matt Damon, uh, once uh, the Is hot, a United States America of America uh, actor, he's actually a secret agent oh. um, for a black ops agency. Oh, uh, They're that. called the Born Identity Agency. Anyways, he went undercover to talk about the hot piece of ass known as uh vice presidential candidate palin ah. sarah palin palin yeah and he had some questions about her merit hmm. as a candidate it's really i'm weird. confused too many words do you remember the ultimate warrior it's a really weird wow, question. i sounded really like a lot like me <laughs> it's a
0: really weird question to ask a vp
2: candidate
6: right i think there's a really good chance that sarah palin could be president um and i think that's a really scary thing because um, i don't know anything about her Uh, I don't think in eight weeks I'm going to know anything about her. Um, I know that she was a mayor of a really, really small town, um, and she's governor of Alaska for for less than two years. I just don't understand. Uh, I think the pick was made for political purposes, but in terms of governance, it's a disaster. You do the actuary tables, you know, there's a one out of three chance, if not more, that McCain doesn't survive his first term, and it'll be President Palin, and it really, you know we was talking about it earlier it's 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 like a really bad Disney movie you know the hockey mom you know oh, I'm just a hockey mom from Alaska and she's the president and it's like she's facing down Vladimir Putin and you know using the you know the the, the folksy stuff she learned at the hockey you know rank you know it's just it's it's absurd it's totally absurd and I don't understand why more people aren't talking about how absurd it is I I, I it it It's a really terrifying uh possibility. The fact that we've gotten this far and and we're that close to this being a reality is crazy crazy she i mean does she really i need to know if she really thinks dinosaurs were here four thousand years ago that's an important i want to know that I really do because she's going to have the nuclear codes you know i I want to know if she thinks dinosaurs were here four thousand years ago or if she banned books or tried to ban books i mean that uh, you know we can't we can't have that
2: let me ask, let's let's get a little serious cuz honestly as political analysis goes yeah. we really uh we're like a scalpel we're the <laughs> we're the sharpest knife right on the tray uh i guess so so what do you think about celebrities you know commenting on the whole political thing i w- i would have to say that Matt damon's is one of the more intelligent Duh. uh discussions that have been put forth by a celebrity but Another does it liberalism? really does it really matter Okay, first of all, who's doing actuary tables? What the hell? Who, who just pulls out their actuary tables? That's what my so what Matt Damon was let doing Let me day. chart and see, uh, is yeah, is McCain really going to survive? Yeah. Uh, but who cares if she believes that dinosaurs are here 4,000 years ago? As long as she doesn't go changing the rest of the country around it, what does yeah. it matter, you know?
0: Well, my point is, I don't know that the experience thing needs to really come up <laughs> that much, because G-Dub. the Democratic presidential candidate right. doesn't have that much experience that's very true so Obama bringing up the mama.
2: vp from the other side seems right. kind of weird I, I just i don't know i would say maybe as now he didn't even have a l- little more experience i mean yeah she's the governor of you know a backwater state yeah He's the senator from a one what a one-term senator is Yeah, that right
0: one-term senator and, one- and was like a i don't even know what he did totally was
2: in chicago barely there for voting so. yeah he, I mean, he really did some matter?
0: state senate stuff, and then he did some community, you know, community service. Right. You know, organized activities in the community, which, I mean, is that any bigger than Alaska or the mayor of a town? Not,
2: I, not really. I, you know, being a mayor is probably more responsibility out of the two. The, the fact is, Obama, he just became a celebrity. I'm not saying he's not, He he's, yeah. he may be, he, or maybe, whatever you feel, he's a great candidate, right? Yeah. He's very personable, Whatever doesn't mean he's qualified either
0: yeah so I I, th- I just don't think the experience thing should come up if you want to go based on what they think then that's fine well I think there's obviously stark differences
2: I think experience is a very valid concern I know However, but I'm
0: just saying in this case you can't say that someone who is obviously like Matt Damon entrenched in the polarizing liberal camp you know to come out with that right. seems odd yeah. just like I don't think the Republicans should say that about Obama either. Because yeah. they picked a VP that doesn't have any hardly any, you exactly, know, especially not any national security experience. Neither one of them have that. Although, Because he was saying, you know, staring down Putin,
2: well, yeah. Obama hasn't done that kind of thing either. Yeah, Biden's done it more than he has. And to be fair, I mean, the vice president is not as important as the president when it comes to those matters. Even when you run actuary but tables, it's still not as important. Yes, exactly. It's like the four squares at the car dealership. That's yeah. what it made me think of. I, I do love his analogy of the Disney movie, though. The hockey mom taking on the president. That is a good analogy. Yeah. It does make me wonder what the fuck is a lady, a, a woman who <laughs> has seventy kids doing taking on a vice president role? But that, anyways, well, yeah. that's that's Would, real responsible parenting. You see, you already got like two of your kids knocked up, so
0: what's the other argument they always make? Would you be saying that if it was a guy with five kids? <laughs> a lot of
2: people probably wouldn't. I that's that's a salient point. Yeah, a very salient. A good point. <laughs> um,
1: we're just
2: we're going to be even. So speaking of inexperience, um, judging by the next clip, uh, you might think that. Uh, Obama doesn't have much experience in talking.
7: Everybody knows that it makes no sense that you send a kid to the emergency room for a treatable illness like asthma. They end up taking up a hospital bed. It costs when, if you, they just gave, you gave them treatment early, and they got some treatment and a, a breathalyzer or an inhalator, not a breathalyzer. <laughs> I haven't had much sleep in the last 48 hours, so. What they'll say is, well, it costs too much money. But you know what? It would cost about it. It, it would cost about the same as what we would spend. It, over the course of 10 years, it would cost what it would cost us. It. it <laughs> All right. Okay. We're going to. The, it would cost us about the same as it would cost for about... Hold on one second. I can't hear myself. Uh, but I'm glad you're fired up, though. I'm glad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Struggling. He's black.
0: Okay, Mark, we know that.
2: Struggling. What? <laughs> yes, I know. Yes. You'd almost think he was uh, the leader of a world-famous uh, podcast. D- there... Are we so we are we. favorite podcast. I I never we, said it. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm that was pretty bad. stumbles
0: there, but you yeah. know, I'm sure McCain's but had plenty of those too.
2: Honestly, I yeah, Obama doesn't really <laughs> come off as a spectacular orator to me. Like, it I've never been inspired by anything
0: like he doesn't written speech. He's maybe in written, really good
2: but yeah, but the improv thing, like Bill Clinton used to be decent at the improv stuff. Bill Clinton was an excellent speaker. He was Whatever an excellent about speaker. Him, I good. know. I'm just saying, he doesn't come off as that type of orator to me, which is what people sometimes would have you believe.
0: Yeah. Again, written speech is great. I don't know. That's why I'm kind of interested to see the debates tomorrow. Yeah.
2: If they even happen.
0: Yeah, if they happen. <clears throat> which I think they will because they kind of
2: came to an agreement course. today. A little Two bit, hours. So, yeah. All of the Senate couldn't get it done, but it took Barack two hours and McCain to get it done in two, two hours. hours. Why
0: don't they just team up on the same ticket?
2: That's a good point. That is a good point. It's a good point. Hey, look, since McCain's going to die, let's give him first shot at the presidency. Since he's clearly going to die since, in the first
0: three months, if you run the tables, right? It's so obviously
2: he's going to not make it for, through the first year, right? And then we'll have Palin be Barack's uh, backup because yeah. he's going to die according to the actuary tables. He <laughs> oh, has yeah, a one in nine too. chance. Yep. And then when Palin dies, Biden can be her backup. Because she's going to die because she'll be she's just going to die. <laughs> Is that a threat Mark? What? That sounds like a threat. This whole section's going to be cut out of the podcast.:. <laughs> it's been redacted. All right. Uh, so speaking of backups, uh, Joe Biden uh, <laughs> decided to talk to Katie Quirk, I think it was. I think she's a professional reporter woman.
0: He really shouldn't have been talking much. He at really all, should not open out. his so, mouth at all. This yeah. is—he uh, should just sit there and creepily point like he did at the Democratic yeah, National Convention. Pretty
2: much, just comb his hair and make money. <laughs> exactly. So here we go.
8: We were with him last Thursday during one of the rockiest weeks in history for the U.S. economy. Something that wasn't lost on the sixth term senator.
9: Part of what a leader does is to instill confidence, is demonstrate that he or she knows what they're talking about and communicates to people, if you listen to me and follow what I'm suggesting, we can fix this. When the stock market crashed, Franklin Roosevelt got on television and didn't just talk about the, you know, the the princes of greed. He said, look, here's what
2: happened. Okay, first of all, two points that are wrong. Um, 1929, Roosevelt was not president. And B, they didn't have TV in 1929. (laughs) They barely point. had letters. They barely knew how to write in nineteen twenty nine. Barely a Morse code. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they had just discovered Morse casting.
0: <laughs> exactly. There was some good classic Morse, Morse casting though from the early thirties. Some Since classic an really started. Let me
2: tell you, Abon Costello and Morse, classic. <laughs> They're all black. You haven't heard comedians. who's on first in its <laughs> most golden, salient format yeah. until you've heard it in Morse. It's like learning Hebrew to read the original biblical text. Exactly. Exactly. If you, you, don't if you learn Morse, the then you really get that <laughs> right. segment. Exactly. So yeah, <laughs> I mean, obviously, if you didn't catch the irony in that statement, <laughs> Joe Biden, the fucking idiot, says that real leaders instill confidence in people by convincing them that they know what they're talking about. And then he makes that point. <laughs> and then
0: he talks about shit that's yeah, totally irrelevant. Exactly. And not accurate.
2: Exactly. And yeah. then he jacked off on each other. So fuck you, Joe Biden. Weird. Fuck you. He had
0: several other gaffs this week asking the guy sitting in the wheelchair to stand up yeah that
2: i didn't i forgot about
0: that one that's a good point uh what was it ripping the obama ad (laughs) that came out yeah he pretty Uh, much
2: doesn't really know what's going on
0: he seems like he's just totally clueless saying that agreeing with mccain on what to do with the bailout yeah and then obama actually says joe should have talked to me before he said that yep that makes you look kind of bad yep they need, to, they need to reel him in, not they might, let him campaign so much. They might want to, like, yeah, just
2: kind of keep him in the corner.
0: <laughs> Stuttering Obama is better on the campaign trail than
2: Biden doing that. Trail. Right, exactly. Still a much better speaker. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's get to the other party. Um, if you don't know, like we said, just letting everyone know, since we are the news leader in podcasting and Morse casting, there's an economic crisis going on. And There's several crises, crises going on all the time. Lately. Well, true, but one, John Hussein McCain, <laughs> decided that he was going to suspend his presidential campaign so that he personally could go solve the crisis. Well, last night he was supposed to appear on the David Letterman show. Hmm. Not, not sure if you're familiar with this guy. He's kind of a kind of a minor a late star. night, right? He's Is up it? and coming in the comedy scene. That's right, but uh, yeah. He might be famous someday, um, but he has a little show on this channel called CBS, and uh, he surprisingly gets some big guests on. Well, Hussein McCain was supposed to be on there, and because he had to Hussein go McCain. right, exactly, uh, was supposed to be on there to promote his little presidential run, but had to pull out and he opted out of the show. That's what well, she said. <laughs> as they found out during the course of the Letterman broadcast. Uh, McCain is uh, actually somewhere else, um, but he was actually doing the show with Katie Couric, which is on the same network. I'm Katie Couric. Same time, thank you, Katie, for chiming <laughs> in. So Letterman really took the whole show it at the drop of hat and turned it all anti-McCain. So <laughs> we've got two clips here. Let's play the first one. This is the whole ramp up to the interview, uh, which Keith, the, that jackass Keith Olbermann, uh, came in to take over from McCain his spot. So here's the first part.
9: Welcome to the program ladies and gentlemen, uh, maybe you heard the big news, John McCain, Senator John McCain, Republican candidate for president, was supposed to be on the program tonight. Were you aware of that? Yeah. yeah. But uh, he had to cancel the show because he's suspending his campaign because the economy is exploding. <laughs> and you know you know, <laughs> John McCain is, uh, is uh, he's the running mate of Sarah Palin. You're aware of that? Oh.
1: Yeah.
5: And
9: so John McCain calls up and he says, I'm not going to be there, kids, because uh, everything is going to hell. And, and uh, here's the funny part. Nobody told his vice presidential candidate, Sarah Palin. And honest to God, right now, she's still circling the theater in the white minivan. <laughs> going to pick him up later. Ryder. But when you, when you call up and you call up at the last minute and you cancel a show... Ladies and gentlemen, that's starting to smell. <laughs> I mean, this this is not the John McCain I know, by God. It's it, not the same guy I, who no, said I, it, everybody. It, it, get it to makes go home. me believe something is going haywire with the campaign what do you because think it could be. I don't know. Something's gotten to him and somebody said, you know what, you b- blow Letterman off. He's a lightweight. Blow him off. Yeah. And, and here's what you do if you're running for campaign in the middle of an economic uh, crisis and it's about to crater. That's a quote from him. I love that expression. The economy is about to crater. Well, I'd like to see that. So here's what happens. The economy is about to crater. You're, you're a, a senator, a fourth-term senator from Arizona. You go back to Washington. You handle what you need to handle. Don't suspend your campaign. You let your campaign go on, a-shouldered by your vice presidential nominee. That's what you do. You don't quit. Where, what... You say, i got to get back to Washington to save this country. Good for you. And, and while I'm gone, campaigning in my stead will be my great running mate from the state of Alaska, Sarah Palin. Done. And she comes out and campaigns. Yeah. What happened there? What's the problem? <laughs> where, where is she? What, why, why isn't she doing that? She
5: is a good-looking babe. I don't I... <laughs>
9: So I don't know, but you heard it here first. This doesn't smell right. You know, this just doesn't smell right, because this is not the way a tested hero behaves. Somebody's putting something in his Metamucil. (laughs) (laughs) And and let's say there's a time of crisis, and and the the poor guy, because he's a little older, I mean, he's about my age. And then Sarah Palin takes over as president, well, she ought to be ready because she's, she's handled crises like this in the past. Oh, wait a minute, she really hasn't handled a crises like this in the past. You don't suspend. So now I wonder if he will ever come back. Do you think he will come back? Not after the uh, drubbing that you
10: have just delivered.
9: That guy is <laughs> stuff.
10: Never come back.
9: A hero. An honest-to-God hero. An American hero. Maybe the only actual hero I know. I've met the man. I know the guy. So I'm more than a little disappointed by this behavior. We're suspending the campaign.
6: Yeah.
9: Are we suspending it because there's an economic crisis or because the poll numbers are sliding?
6: Oops. Whoops! Oops.
10: Ooh. An insult (laughs) from London.
2: So I, you know, I was <gasps> that uh, yesterday. I don't know if you, if you follow me on Twitter, I was of the I made the point yesterday that I well, actually thought it was a good move from a king. I know finish, I right? do
0: constantly. Like what's well, Mark doing on Twitter? Everybody
2: follow right. Everybody follows my tweets, right? Uh, and I was going back and forth with Mike, Steph, and Mike and uh, Chris, the guy who designs Pop Syndicate, you know, a little bit about whether or not this was a good move. And I thought it was because I thought this would engender some goodwill. When he care. does, makes a dumbass move like this.
0: We don't care what Steph and Mike thinks. Well, damn that's foreigners we don't give a we don't that's give a, good a shit point. about
2: their opinions they have no say in our economy exactly it's a good point say mama can go talk to him right it's <laughs> a good point maybe palin can get her first foreign experience with him <laughs> good point uh but then he goes and so he skips the letterman show and so letterman gets keith oldren to come in that douche rag and uh he kind of takes over Olberman's right. interview to talk more about mccain and they kind of tap into Katie Couric's feed at the same time as they're putting makeup on John McCain.
9: I, I, don't, I don't mean to, to, to um, uh, cut into your time and no, your, no, please, your generous you're... visit, but when uh, John McCain, and he was nice enough to call me on the phone and said he was racing back to Washington. Yeah. And the, our people here were told, uh, the, it's so serious, he's getting on a plane immediately and racing back to Washington. And now we've just been told, here, take a look, do we have it on the thing? This, just this, is, this is going live. Yeah, this, there uh-huh. he is right there.
6: I'm Katie
1: Couric.
9: Doesn't seem to be racing oh. to the airport, does he? <laughs> this this just gets oh, uglier and uglier. Here I'm, too, right? I'm feeling went... bad for the man to have uh, participated in in this. I mean, you can, first of all, the road to the White House runs right through me. Well, let's just punch up uh, Katie Couric's interview, and Keith, you, you can go back to wherever you okay, came from. <laughs> Let's just see what he has to say here. This will be interesting. I wonder if he'll mention me. Hey, John, I got a question. You need a ride to the airport? Uh, We're told now that uh, the senator has concluded his interview with Katie Couric, and he's now uh, on Rachel Ray's show making veal piccata.
2: So there you go. That was all the insanity. (laughs) This may not be
11: the greatest topic ever because I just don't give a crap. So, do you,
2: who the fuck, who the fucking McCain's camp thought that that would be a good idea? That well, Letterman wouldn't find out?
0: Especially on the same fucking network? Same set? Yes. Like
2: next door? Right. Doesn't
0: really make a whole lot of fucking sense.
2: And what genius at CBS? Of course, maybe CBS loved it. I don't know. They probably did. They got a ton of, it's true. Got, got a ton of. of, shit of, out of it. It's it. a good point. So, what do you think the chances are that McCain actually <laughs> appears on Letterman? I uh, think it's I think, 100% he I think, will
0: yeah i would say i think he should at this yeah. point now that that should happen you've got to make light of it eat the penis if he doesn't he's a dumbass yeah no kidding
2: so anyways well, that
0: they put something in his metamucil <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay. high
1: five
2: so that's it that's it for all the politics uh so let's get to some quick hits um let's go to harrelson toyota in south carolina they love your butt
10: I want free oil and filter for three years But I want a lifetime
11: warranty But I want free tires for life Hi Zach Jess is here with Harrelson Toyota Come on in and we'll satisfy all your butts That's Harrelson Toyota South Carolina's number one butt satisfier <laughs> We love your butts You've oh, never seen a lesbian lick, lick
2: a dill
0: well, Not really but
2: And finally yeah. And finally do you remember Ernest Borgnine
0: <laughs> I think I do
2: he was the star of a show called Airwolf. He played Dom, the uh, computer operator in Airwolf. Anyways, he went on Shop to a day. Fox News' Not an Airwolf clip. Not so much. He went on Fox News's morning douche platter and, uh, <laughs> to, to pimp his new book, and he uh, told the Fox douche crew why he has not aged one day in the last 30 years.
9: The show show, but real quickly, you're 91 years old. You look fantastic. You look like you're nice. in your late 60s, ah. <laughs> early 70s. What's the secret?
7: I don't dare tell you.
6: Yeah. <laughs> no me. You, you don't eat know. me.
7: <laughs> I masturbate a lot.
6: Okay, I think... Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, thank you,
8: already. That was great. Have, Ernie, have you ever been on YouTube before
10: then? <laughs> listen, listen, yesterday, yesterday. What? What are you talking about? I like this guy. 25. Woo!
1: We're going to take a quick sign out. He'll be in the after the show <laughs> show. i log on to foxandfriends.com.
8: I just shook his hand.
1: Woo!
0: This was a I'm eating from the producer Just laugh really loud and go, woo, woo. Don't talk about
2: that anymore oh, Masturbation yeah. Of old men The masturbation habits of old men <laughs>
0: Exactly. <laughs> That's a good point The go.
2: masturbation habits of old men <laughs> So since we're hard up against the break Here on the breakout media network God hates fags oh. <laughs> Here's a word from our sponsors But coming up next Our review of Ghost Town Wait here on the Breakout Media Network.
3: You're listening to The Break Room. You can put it in your ass
10: cheeks, maybe. Kelly Blanchard, Arn Anderson, James J. Dillon, Ric Flair, The Four Horsemen... The most powerful name in professional wrestling. Their strength is legendary. Their stamina is boundless. Their endurance is beyond the ordinary. And you are about to discover their most powerful secret. This is the Four Horsemen Top Performance System of Caplets and Chewable Wafers. Formulated especially for the Four Horsemen to provide peak energy, endurance, and unsurpassed power. Power
7: Formula One and Power Formula Two. The top performance system that has made the Four Horsemen of sports and professional sports
10: formula one chewable wafers for that quick burst of energy and formula two an exclusive complex of the most potent herbs extracts vitamins and amino acids taken from the
7: champ formula one formula two the power secret of the four horsemen use it every day and you'll improve your performance and everything you do
10: the power secret of the pros yours if you order now
12: With our servicemen and women facing death every day, what kind of congressman would try to gut military spending? The wrong kind. Ron kind. That's right. Congressman Ron Kind has repeatedly voted to deprive our troops of the funding they need to fight for us. But Ron Kind has no trouble spending your money. He would just rather spend it on sex. That's right. Instead of spending money on cancer research, Ron Kind voted to spend your money to study the sex lives of Vietnamese prostitutes. Instead of spending money to study heart disease, Ron Kind spent your money to study the masturbation habits of old men Ron kind spent your tax dollars to study something called the bisexual transgendered and two-spirited Aleutian eskimos whoever they are Ron kind even spent your tax dollars to pay teenage girls to watch pornographic movies with probes connected to their genitalia Ron kind pays for sex but not for soldiers if Ron kind had better priorities you wouldn't be having to hear this Ron kind is out of touch and soon he'll be out of Congress
2: I'm Paul R Nelson
3: and I approve of this message This is Thumbs of Fury with Mark, Dave, and Dustin. Three brave men who dare to punch pop culture right where it hurts. Your bladder. It's always the same spot
0: now. Oh, it is? On the miniature one, I guess. So so we're always punching people in the
2: bladder. Well, (laughs) welcome back to uh, another fine segment here on The Break Room.
0: The Break Room.
2: So... We're now rolling. I guess thumbs of fury almost every week into uh, the break room. mini thumbs, midget, Don't know that midget thumbs. Uh, well, the last two weeks means it's always oh, okay. because it's happened consecutively. But uh, today, K T B R. But last Saturday, I guess it was. You yeah. and I went and uh, attended an exclusive screening. Yeah, uh, of With like thirty of our closest friends. True, uh, of Ricky Gervais's latest film called Ghost Town. It's true. Now you may recognize Rick and Gervais from a show called The Office. Uh um, jacked actually, off on each other. They had a spinoff in the UK. They basically copied the US version. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I went down.
2: Uh and uh so he's decided to go to the film path after doing extras, uh which was up and down in quality. Uh, but he's got a couple films coming out. Uh Ghost Town, this one, and then there's another one coming up uh pretty soon also i forgot what it's called uh but ghost town is basically about a dentist uh, named bertram pincus who is very antisocial uh can't take a shit and um you remember oh, that yeah, he had, the yeah so he had a colonoscopy at the beginning and something goes wrong during the colonoscopy and uh post colonoscopy he is able to talk to ghosts uh, I love- most notably a guy named frank played by greg kinnear who wants him to break up... uh, Former E-soup great, right? That's a good point. Hmm. Excellent point. Uh, Perhaps his best role ever on the (laughs) soup. Um, Or talk soup. Uh, $2,000 worth uh of equipment. Uh God, what's going on? (laughs) Studio's breaking down. Uh, just fires left and right. So he wants him to break up the impending marriage of his former wife. Uh, Frank was a bit of a bastard. A uh, lascivious bastard. Cheating on his wife constantly. Uh, Played by the very... His wife is played by the very hot Tay Leone. Yeah. And uh, she is engaged to a Decently man who seems attractive. To be perfect, uh Hot. Uh, she is. I uh, with you there. She's uh, very uh, Milfy. Very Milfy. Is she a mom? She is a mom. Did not know that. She is. Married to David Duchovny. Hmm. Noted Red Shoe Diaries actor. The show sucks. I don't know if you know him from anywhere else, but. <laughs> probably probably X Files, but. I, I don't know what that her, is. I have but, no uh, idea what that is. Uh, so um dustin what's your take on ricky gervais's first american film i thought it was eh it's
0: okay i would have to concur i would say if you split the movie in half you take the first half pretty good movie right pretty entertaining i would have to agree with that not sappy um when he's being a dickhead it's better Right. Everyone asks, "Why are you being a dickhead?" They do, basically. Uh and his dickhead moments are funny. His Extremely. awkward, especially his British mo- dickhead moments, they well, are the funniest. His mumbly moments too. Like he yeah. gets into this That's what I mean, the moment that's what I mean by his awkwardness cuz I think his awkwardness is really good. Um they show a little clip of that in the trailer where uh the dog is farting and she spraying some kind of stuff into the air and yeah. he's very bothered by the combination of the two odors and has to leave as a gag
2: reflex his character's not that different from david brent in the office like when yeah. when david brent would have when he was doing the uh okay what you do what do we call it when they talk to the camera by themselves yeah. the talking head moments and he would have those kind of under the breath things yeah he did that a lot in this movie yeah and that was a those were the to me the the funniest moments are yeah. are but you're right it was it was a tale of two two halves of a film really yes
0: uh, the second half really could have redeemed itself uh, had they gone a different direction. And, it, and
2: what direction should it have gone?
0: Well, they allowed... I can't really say that because if you look... It's one of the final scenes. Mm-hmm. Something shocking happens. <gasps> if that had actually occurred, I agree. the movie would have been great. If, if that it did, did not occur yes. and it went... Via the standard romantic comedy right? Which kind of ruined it
2: Which I wasn't really expecting this to be a romantic comedy I was not either I was expecting something not a romantic comedy How about just a comedy
0: (laughs) I thought it was just going to be a funny movie About a goofy dentist guy screwing with dead people Right. I had no idea it was going to end up being that
2: way Honestly Didn't even know Taliena was in this I can't recall one trailer in which I saw her Us going
0: to a romantic comedy on a Saturday morning Is a little
2: (laughs) Uh but yeah, I, I agree completely that it went a different direction than I expected and we can't spoil it, but so, like Dustin said, if it had ended the way that it should have, it would have been a highly original ending for a romantic comedy. It yeah. would have been it would have put kind of a an exclamation point on this film. Unfortunately, it went the traditional route and it's very lukewarm.
0: And really if it had ended that way, the other cheesiness of the second half of the movie would have been fine. Exactly. But it Would have been forgiven. Yeah.
2: But it goes the, would the have been a traditional pl- route. It would have been a good build-up to right. that. So, but. as a result, to me, it's just a slightly above-average romantic comedy. Because <laughs> it's definitely funny, and it has its <laughs> moments. It's no, uh, it's no fool's gold. No. Anything, you know, oh, God. It's, it's definitely, Thank God. It definitely has its moments, right? Yeah. It's not a Sarah Jessica Parker piece of shit. Yeah, it's not that failure to launch. Right. Some bullshit like Let that. Let me throw you a life preserver. Yeah. None of that shit. Yeah. Right. So, I have to give it a thumb sideways, personally, because I expected more from a Ricky Gervais film, and I got the I'm a young male instead. with a penis. Yeah. Now, I give thumbs up on the Tay Leone, but a thumb sideways... Just because she's there? <laughs> I don't know why I have such a thing for her, uh, but I have an erection for Tay Leone. I'm a young male with a penis. Yeah. Not so young anymore, <laughs> but I do have a penis.
0: Well, that's good. It's been two years since I said that. <laughs> but I would say... uh I would actually probably, if you expect it to be a romantic comedy, I have to put that caveat at the beginning. Now you do. I would give it a thumbs up as a romantic comedy. It's not bad as that. If you expect it to be a funny, goofball comedy Mm -hmm. with some quirky office type humor, original British office type humor in it, which is what I expected, I actually have to give it a thumbs down for that. I don't think that the the second half of the movie kills it for that. Mm -hmm. So... It's all about expectations, they mislead you in the previews, and if they just say what kind of movie it was, I probably wouldn't have been as disappointed. Right. Exactly. So
2: So what's your final rating?
0: Um, Since they do make it uh, look like it is not a romantic comedy, I'm going to have to give it a thumbs down.
2: Fair enough. Thumbs down, thumbs sideways, split the difference, thumbs at a lower 45 degree angle. Yes. Right. Right. So negative. It's a negative It's, it's, a, it's a Don't watch it. Yeah. Just leave it for DVD. Exactly. So on the other side of the uh, the break we're up against again. One Tree Hill. Uh, on not One yeah. Tree Hill, Dave. No. no. Uh, stay out of the show. <laughs> Just stay out. Um, You're supposed to be back in your room. We're going to be talking <laughs> about, rehab. of course, per usual, this week's episode of The Shield. I don't know what it's called right now. That's what Wikipedia episode is for. Episode 5? 4? It's episode 4. 4. We'll talk about it. If you don't want to hear spoilers, stop now. Out, go out. Or fast forward and... Hopefully listen you to, don't hear anything.
0: Listen to the final out go out for sure. no real reason. Listen to the
2: last 30 seconds. You always got to hear your out go out. <laughs> All right. Gasoline.
3: You're listening to The Break Room. Yes, we have been pelted in a sandstorm. Member will have been doing this thing for a year now. A whole year. This has been one of the best years of my life, and I have all of you to thank for it. But you know it would make it perfect if The Break Room could cap off this year with a podcast award. A potty, if you will. Starting September 15th, the nomination process opens up at podcastawards.com. If you love The Break Room and you want to see the show get bigger, Go to podcastawards.com starting September 15th and follow the instructions to nominate us for Best Entertainment Podcast. Nominate The Break Room for Best Entertainment Podcast at podcastawards.com. It's been a great year for us thus far, and if The Break Room does take home the potty for Best Entertainment Podcast, it'll be an even better one.
8: I'm Jerry Springer, and I want to be your governor. Now, after sharing some specific solutions for our unemployment and education problems in this state, it looks like the nomination is finally within grasp, which makes what I'm about to tell you even more difficult. Some nine years ago, I spent time with a woman I shouldn't have, and I paid her with a check. I wish I hadn't done that, and the truth is, I wish no one would ever know. But in the rough world of politics, opponents are not about to let personal embarrassments lay to rest. Perhaps, like you, I'm not sure what any of this has to do with being governor. But maybe my talking to you about this makes a point. Ohio is in a world of hurt. The next governor is going to have to take some heavy risks and face some hard truths. I'm prepared to do that. This commercial should be proof. I'm not afraid, even of the truth, and even if it hurts. Come on, join me on June 8th. We're going to turn the state around. Jerry Springer,
12: Democrat for governor. Viewer discretion advised. The Shield, week four. As the gang war escalates, the Armenian mob demands a sit-down with a Mexican boss, leaving Vic Mackey with blood on his hands. Yeah, to... Resident Safe house. Went up in smoke early this morning. Two
3: bodies.
1: If this is the first shot in the war, I don't want a fresh battle.
3: And what do they want? Some Mexican intel went missing. Whatever it was, it's valuable enough to spark a war. I want to sit down with the people who burned my store and killed my men. They won't agree to the meeting unless you have the goods. What is it you're not hearing? I have what they want. I'm prepared to give it back to them. I'm thinking about setting up this meeting. Is this another one of those
12: surprise endings that you're going to lay on me after all this is over with?
3: No, Resian isn't the only one we have to think about taking down. Detective Mackey,
12: Amado Rios, Amado will speak for me. If they don't bring the box to this meeting,
3: every file... Tell them not to come at all. Fair enough. Where's the box? We don't have it. I only set this up because you said you could deliver. People stabbed me in jail. The Armenians
8: have no stake in this war. So you tell me, who has what we want? I don't know how this rumor got started, but I can't give you what I don't have.
3: Resin's lying through his Armenian teeth. This is what he wants. You sound desperate to prove your worth. What good is a dirty cop selling bad information? My information is still dead on. It's not enough. Maybe we need to look for it somewhere else.
1: The city official is dead. Second crime in Little Armenia today and we're still nowhere on the first.
6: Everything we have on Rios. I tried before, Vic. He's not in our
1: system.
10: Try again. You think he's
6: connected to the shooting in Little Armenia?
10: Vic.
3: Councilman David Acevedo. Federal agent Olivia Murray.
6: Councilman.
7: And
3: their march turns into a goddamn killing. I was never part of the plan. Your Martin was my colleague, Vic. Now, you may not care who has to die to save your job, your ass. But I did not sign up for this. You and me, we're done. Keep your money. There's an important place for you in my business. That was a goddamn assassination. That
12: fed in the clubhouse. I thought I'd seen her name somewhere before. Tonight I confirmed it.
3: She's in the blackmail box? How much have you told her? I left to get us both killed.
12: The Shield. The old new season continues Tuesday at ten, only on FX.
2: All right, so we are joined this week by well, he couldn't make it into the studio, but we <laughs> we are joined by one Thomas the Tank Engine, uh, professional shield analyst uh, for the Breakout Media the Network. Field. Right, calling from uh, from Farmington, I believe, actually.
11: I need to get business cards that say
2: that. Professional S.H.I.E.L.D. analyst? Right. (laughs) From the S.H.I.E.L.D. strike team. So, Thomas, (laughs) we were talking uh, this week, of course, about week four of the S.H.I.E.L.D. I believe this one was called Genocide. It's episode 79. That was the latest episode. That's what we're talking about. Good point. An excellent point. Unfortunately, since you're out in the field, you missed the replay. Uh, But we know what the episode was about now, so give us your analysis, your professional S.H.I.E.L.D. analysis of the S.H.I.E.L.D. (laughs)
11: Uh, this episode
2: in or, or last episode it, it
11: but, was it was the best so far definitely it uh it just keeps getting more insane. Have you already talked the plot and everything
2: uh, we played it we had a three minute replay exclusive to the breaker <laughs> oh,
11: wow <laughs> right now we that can get into the, that, huh? we
2: can get into it a little bit basically yeah. what happened if you don't understand from the preview and uh, if you don't understand I don't know why you're listening to this part but uh mm-hmm. so basically this is. This is Kills the episode the that Able. has the most tension. Basically, what happens is Rezian, the Armenian leader, uh, one of his safe houses gets burned down with two of his lieutenants inside. And uh, there's a big rush to find out, was Rezian inside and was, he, and was he not? Turns out he wasn't. The Mexicans are still trying to kill him because they think they have, they think the Armenians have the, the blackmail Mexicans' box. Uh, blackmail box that has the names of many city officials and material uh-huh. that Cruz Pesuela hey, the leader of the Mexican gangs... Are they in that box? Uh, they are in that box. <laughs> uh, God. That, um...
11: can't hear anything once you start playing drops. <laughs>
2: uh, anyways, Cruz Pesuela thinks the Armenians have it, and it turns out the Armenians don't, so... uh Rezian actually
11: lie and say they do at one point.
2: Right, right. He sets up a meeting at Rezian's request to get the meeting, Mexicans and Armenians. To get the meeting set up so he could go and right. tell them that they don't have it, And basically.
11: the Mexican mob aficionado, whatever the hell his name is... Cruz, yeah. ...says don't even set up the meeting unless they have the
1: box. Right. So Blah. they and don't they have, have the box. They have it. Right. Yeah.
2: So Rezian pleads with the Mexicans, look, we will help you get the box back. But... <sighs> Vic, realizing that he is in a bit of danger now, since he's really, he and Acevedo are the ones that have the box, sets it up so that he basically uses someone else who's in the blackmail box, <laughs> who he had also tried to blackmail to get his career back. He sets him up to set up an Armenian, some sort of death memorial, which convinces Cruz Pesuela. <laughs> that the Armenians actually do have the blackmail box because they've been trying to get that memorial set up for years. So they shoot the city official. Yeah, the right.
11: city official has been blocking it for years because he feels like it's a waste of money mm-hmm. and he was, and well, they set it up to where it looks like they actually do have it because they get something in Armenian favor. You know, they get something guaranteed and then of course what's his name's at the Resident. to commemorate the wall and everything. Yeah, and that so. city
0: official has been an a hole in a past episode yeah. with Vic.
1: Are you, you sure? Did, yeah. yeah
2: was, in, in season six, he was the guy, he was the father of the heroin addict girl at the very end of the season, who Vic tried to use to get his career back, and the guy said, Look, I can't do anything for you. Yeah. Oh,
11: uh, that's right. You're too dirty. No.
2: So this is the same guy. He ends up getting killed, and now Acevede is <laughs> pissed off because he cooperated with Vic. Yeah, and it feels
11: like he helped kill that guy, right? Yeah.
2: And now he feels like he's a co-conspirator. And at the same time, Vic is now trying to get information from the ICE chick um, about this guy that is one of Cruz Pasuelo's reps. I and unfortunately Aceveda her and recognizes that she too is in the blackmail box. Oh,
11: that's the very. That's the very last clip of the show. Which right? Is yep. Just, I mean, the most awesome. Other than Lim being killed. I think it's the most awesome uh, end of the show and maybe the pilot. Because the biggest shocker? The greatest, the greatest peak at the end of one of the shows were just cuts.
2: Yeah, cause because basically...
11: He, him, he asks him, how much have you told her? And right. he says, enough to have both of us killed or something right. to that effect.
2: So now both of their lives are on the line because Cruz Pesuela, um <gasps> may know more than they think he does. However, it's my opinion that he probably doesn't know anything because I bet the blackmail chick is trying to find a way to bring Cruz Basuela down at the same time, so she doesn't...
11: Maybe blackmail. she is. That would be but my that's assumption. Probably the next step is that Vic Andor, uh What's his name? Ex-Chief. Aceveda. Yeah. Probably go yeah. to her and find out. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that would be the next step. Right. All of this just keeps compiling and it keeps getting more insane it's, to where... I I really think, I was thinking about it earlier. I really think they are. I think Vic is either going to end up being caught or killed by the end of this thing. Yeah. It's all just spiraling way downward. That seems to be.
0: Those seem to be the only two good resolutions to this show, quite frankly. I don't think he can end on a happy note.
11: I don't think it should. they They are taking yeah you know, it's a it's a huge thing to jump on the bandwagon for presenting movies in a different fashion than what they actually are in the previews yeah and the shield is taking that to new heights this season with you know <clears throat> like Vic at one point in the preview is like it's over and it shows a clip to a resian, but I mean that wasn't who he was talking to <clears throat> right. happened and thats it actually... just make the previews make it seem like it's different than what actually happens in the show, which is good I mean, yeah
2: it it does it, it, it lets you know that. You don't really know what's coming Although a good point I think this, this season is still overextended Although this was the best episode I think of the four That have played so far Yeah I think so too Because the way it ended The most tension I, I didn't initially go into this episode Believing that that would be, be the case Yeah Like this is going to be A little yeah. too much more well,
11: But uh, yeah, played out I very will well admit, As much as I love this And they could almost Stamp the shield on anything And I would like it The first three episodes Are kind of A little drawn out Yeah Yeah too much backstory to try to set things up. So maybe this one is kind of the the tilt towards everything just going pure insanity the last whatever, twelve episodes, ten episodes are left or whatever.
0: Yeah. However many are left. Eight, nine, whatever. Something like that. But yeah, it's to me it seems like they were near climax, the end of season six. They had to take the first two or three episodes of this year to reset a little bit and right. to
2: to try to increase the
0: tension. Be able to, to starting ex-
11: space the insanity.
0: Yeah, to try to s- extend that over 13 episodes and mm-hmm. then the last few episodes are probably going to be badass because they I'll right. get to do what they really wanted to do at the end of season 6. Yeah. All this blackmail box stuff, you know, I bet they kind of pulled that out of their ass when FX wanted
2: an extra season. Probably. So Yeah, I think I think they had to. I mean, you know, good on them for tying it back to the Armenian that whole the money train thing, but Yeah. I Actually, I was hoping, and maybe we still will, get some of that storyline with Franca Potent, who played the daughter of the original Armenian mob boss. Why? The one that uh, Shane tried Is to ally like, with.
11: You think
1: she's hot? Uh.
2: No, not really. I don't think she's <laughs> hot. I just think they should bring her back. I think she had a good storyline. <laughs> she was this kind of unassuming, she seemed to be an unassuming oh, I know nothing about the mob business, and then she's ordering people's balls to be cut off. Speaking of that, yeah. Uh,
0: Tank Engine, did you enjoy uh, last episode since you're your love on the show got uh, all hoed up and groped.
11: What?
2: <laughs> you don't know what I'm talking about? The uh, Tina, the Hispanic uh, female cop. I know a few episodes. She got all, all mini skirted and porned up. Yeah, hoed up and groped. <laughs> Did you enjoy that? Yeah. That's all I'm asking. Hoed up and groped. She's
11: hot, dude. <laughs> I mean, she's hot. But yes. <laughs> I am about hot. that part of the episode. <laughs> That part's a little insane. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that Dave has brought up before that I didn't really notice before, but now it's like I can't shy away from it is how look, I understand that the homosexual angle was a little bit too much, too <laughs> spicy for the show. They were getting complaints or whatever. It isn't spicy. <laughs> yeah. They decided to go away from that, that's one thing. But the fact that Julian is like Cool guy. super coolster now and he's yeah. cool with whatever I and... think he's
2: boring now.
11: Just a little bit insane. I think he he's,
2: a, he's a ridiculously boring character. He could be
0: anybody. He could be some yeah. spare they brought into the strike team he's at like, this point.
11: Sucks he's because like, he sucks because he had such, man, that, that that extra story added such a dynamic to the show. You, you know what
2: he's become is Ronnie in the first season. You know how yeah. Ronnie was just yeah, the mustache guy in the back? There was Vic <laughs> be, and I'll, Shane and Lim and mustache guy. Yeah. He is now be, He's now mustache guy.
11: Yeah, I'll be honest with you. He didn't really get exciting as a character to me till freaking Lim is on the run.
1: Talking about <laughs> Ronnie.
11: Yes. Well, they and didn't really. Sudden, wow, look, he's a character. Well,
2: he wasn't really a featured player until <laughs> that whole thing started with Lim.
11: Yeah. Uh,
2: he was always kind of kept in the background, as I understand. He was a he was an inexperienced actor, as things go. Hmm.
11: Um, I actually wish they had gone the other way. Would have been I would have been just as happy, especially because I liked Lim. If they decided that he was the one that got everybody <laughs> insanely in trouble, and
0: that wouldn't have been as <clears> good <throat> though nobody cared about yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, mustache
11: guy's easier. in trouble. But then again, it wouldn't have been as abrasive as it was.
2: Although they did have that whole thing about his face getting grilled and all that yeah, back in true. season three, that I guess. That would
11: one minor, two. major thing that ever happened to him, though. <laughs> yeah.
2: Minor major. Anyway,
11: <laughs> yeah, that kind of doesn't make sense, but that was like the one major thing that ever happened involving that guy. So Give me pleasure. I
2: didn't really even touch on it, because it was kind of irrelevant to the story, but uh, the whole Dutch-Billings, like, they basically got their own show going on now. The Shield, It's like, Dutch and Billings, they're... They could do a spinoff. They could. And, <laughs> you know, I hate to say Isn't this... Isn't it
11: be- fun to watch, though? Cause well, That's what I was about to say. Is I hated
2: Billings, an asshole. but I kind of like him now. As a team, <laughs> yeah. as they go as a team, I kind of I was thinking the same thing this week. These guys could have their own show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they, they probably could. kind of fun to watch. Yeah, and they brought in Beaver um, from Veronica Mars to play this kid, this teenager who had killed someone in his home, allegedly... This
0: is like, leave it to Beaver.
2: Yeah, uh, allegedly in self-defense, but Dutch suspects that he is as- actually a sociopath yeah. who is looking her, who was looking for his first kill and set it up to be this bully and who has a completely oblivious mother. And he tries to... Um, draw it out of this, this kid. He does.
11: Well, he tries to, he oh, well, he tries
2: to draw it out of him that it was intentional, and the kid he is lures, just too smart. What, what
11: appears is, yeah, he lures a bully into his house, yeah, and then shoots him and acts like it was self defense. He was breaking in, and he's black
2: <coughs>
1: right?
11: So,
2: and uh, and okay. unfortunately, the kid is smarter than Dutch, or is as smart as Dutch. And uh, maybe what I still don't understand. While I've come to like Billings and his his assholeness slash. I kind of care about cases now. Is Why does he care about cases all of a sudden? They and still his badass solving abilities. Yeah, he's like Sherlock Holmes, except a douche. <laughs> and he doesn't have a pipe. That's what they should call the spinoff. <laughs>
11: Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes, but a douche. <laughs>
2: exactly. With no pipe.
11: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Long title. <laughs> it's, a, it's a high concept. <laughs> yeah, and Dutch is there too. Uh, but yeah, it's I, I kind of enjoy their storyline. I... I kind of miss the days when they were you know especially when dutch had the a little bit bigger part um i'm sure he'll come yeah, back around though uh to where he's not relegated to b story necessarily
0: speaking of that throwing out sons of anarchy did you see he's in the next one i saw that i
11: actually, I actually did not i'm downloading it right now uh, okay. i still
0: have only seen the first episode so no uh, me neither i i mean i haven't seen any since then but i just saw the preview during the other shield
2: Nope. and i'm going to watch that one and lastly, to He's touch an on ATF agent, yeah, anyone, yeah. So. gray hair too, yeah. Uh, the, he
11: is, he is creepy in that mo in that show.
2: Uh, it sounds I haven't seen the
11: latest one yet, but yeah. you want me to tell you?
2: I uh, it's fine. I'm, I won't watch it for a you while. you Remember so. from
11: the first episode, who appears to be the ex boyfriend of the main character, uh, girlfriend of the main character. The yeah, his real name
2: is Dan Hunter. Uh, I vaguely, <laughs>
11: vaguely. Okay, she's talking to the. Mom, and the mom's kind of a bitch to her. Yeah. Basically, she used to run with the main character. I hate mean, the mom. I can't remember anybody's names, but. Right. Um, she used to run with the main character. Well, in the second episode, because, yeah, last night was four. The second episode, the only thing you really hear, and you see him for one brief second, is a phone call that she gets on her cell phone that basically says, you can tell it's him. It's his voice. He says, uh, "Hey, it's Dutch." You're, a, yeah, Dutch. Whatever his name. is. well, what's his name? I don't know. It's not Walt Hogan. That's Wagenbach. Wagenbach. Yeah. <laughs> hey, she gets d- a call from Wagenbach. It says, "It's a good thing yeah. you're not sick. I'm not sick. You're a hard doctor and fine." And she hangs up, and then she talks to a cop about if she has a restraining order on somebody in one city, one state. Does it does it qualify in a different state? And then, like, in the third episode, you just get a little bit more into that. He's an ATF agent that also is kind of a creepy stalker of this chick. Paul Skinny. He's insane. He's a little bit insane.
2: Ah. Well, good. So, that was very interesting. I'll t- I'm going to catch it on DVD. I, I just don't have enough time to catch all the shows these days. But uh,
11: I understand that. I don't really either. That's why I didn't watch it last night. But I'm, um, I'm definitely going to try to keep up with it. Why
2: are you being I a dickhead? Lastly, let's touch on the whole the continuous thread of Vic's family and his uh, bitch of a daughter. Uh, yeah, she's
11: turned into. Well, is she a bitch or is she actually comments. realizing what her father is? And she's disgusted I don't know. by the notion. I, it's easy to say she's a bitch, but well, I just kind of. Uh, can you imagine? Good. Can you imagine being a teenager that grows up with all the suspicions like that around your father? That's a good point. And. I don't know, man. She's got a right to be a bitch. She
2: does have a right to be a bitch. I just, I guess I don't like the way she plays it. I mean, she does play it very... Freaking... <laughs> the thing
11: I keep thinking is she's freaking huge. Seems like
2: just like last bear. season, she was like...
11: Yeah, that's true. Four a tall seven-year-old or whatever.
2: <laughs> she, uh... I don't <laughs> know. I, I guess she plays it. She's not... I mean, she oh, hasn't displayed great acting bear. ability so far, but... No. I think she plays the...
0: None of the chicks have great acting ability, no. except for maybe Claudette. I, Danny's I think she plays right. the a hole teenager. All right.
2: Yeah. I don't know. that the, the whole storyline's kind of boring me, to be, to be honest with you. Shane,
0: Shane's wife, Vic's wife, and his daughter are all terrible. Yeah, Shane's
11: yeah. wife is a bitch. Yeah. And they're all you terrible actresses.
2: Me, yeah, they're not great actresses. And it's just, uh, they're definitely the weak point of the show. I have to agree with the hit. I do mm-hmm.
0: wonder how long they're going to let Walter Coggins' hair grow. If it's just going to go Kramer <laughs> on him or what.
4: <laughs> he kind
0: of
2: slides Holy in the doorway, <laughs> celebrates <laughs> festivals. what's up, Hey, what's up, guys?
11: Jeez. All of a sudden, his teeth aren't his most obnoxious feature anymore. Exactly.
2: Maybe they'll make but his teeth grow too, <laughs> the other way. Speaking
11: of, even though we haven't spoke of it in like ten minutes, speaking of good-looking chicks, that that uh, w- what what kind of agent is she again? Agent the uh, the blonde, blonde kind
2: of Asian is she?
11: Agent. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: she's an ICE
11: agent. No, that's right. She is gorgeous. I really? love that chick ever since the majestic.
2: Huh. I don't even know who she is. Give Even me
11: pleasure.
2: Uh, I, yeah. Okay.
11: You want to hit this? All of movies recently, but anyway.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. I'll mm. believe you on that.
11: Cool. Thanks for that expert advice, Mark.
2: Uh, uh, Gasoline. <laughs> okay, Thomas, what's your, uh, what's your thumbs up, thumbs sideways, or thumbs down review of uh, The show? Uh,
11: I would definitely say, especially compared to the rest of the episodes, thumbs way up. Flaming I mean, thumb
2: up. I definitely give this a flaming thumb up as well. Best episode of the season, and hopefully they can maintain this level. I'd give it a flaming thumbs up as well flaming thumbs well, okay up if
11: they made the level even higher
2: yeah true I, yeah. I if they can stay at this pace though I mean let's face it as they get towards the end, if they maintain this pace, it's just gonna get better so it's a big it, if, i mean
11: first for what I really feel like is one of the best dramas ever on television, I hope it ends really really well however however whichever way it goes right I, I agree with hope you. it's really good.
2: I would like to see one more episode where it's just a simple. Like Brutal Murder Case, where the whole barn has to get involved. I'll always Why? love those standalone episodes. I think they display a good uh, mix of the characters and their relationships very well. I'm hoping for one more of those. And then I'm okay with continuity, wrapped-up storylines past that. Cont- oh, continuity. With like Not-
11: the full house music at the end. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly.
2: exactly. What
11: are we learned they- learn from today's episode. <laughs> all
2: right. They all gather around Vic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, DJ. Yeah, what have you learned? Vic sits Claudette and Wagabog and everyone down. The
2: <laughs> they get on their bunk beds, bouncing <laughs> Tina on his knee. <laughs> and they're PJs.
0: <laughs> he goes oh, in and catches God. them watching Late Night with David Letterman under the sheets <laughs> or something.
1: <laughs>
10: exactly.
2: All right, yes. um, Professional Shield Analysis. Out, analyst. go, out, out, go. I uh, out. appreciate your time again this week. Thank you for calling. Thank you. All right, I was calling Hello. you and you answering. Right. Thank you for answering. <laughs> <laughs> later, guys. All right, later.
5: Out, go, out, out, go.
2: All right. Well, that uh, I suppose that wraps up another wonderful week for us here on the uh, Breakout Media Network, specifically The Break Room. Yeah. Fuck the other shows on the network. <laughs> the world's favorite podcast. <laughs> and, the All most, right. and possibly yes, the most indeed. diverse podcast High in the world. five.
10: Out, go, go, out, go uh, out. Call awesome us. to too, for
2: sure. Why don't you tell them where they can call us, Felipe 13?
3: Call the break room at 214-329-9827.
2: Don't be a douchebag, leave a message.
3: That's
2: 214-329-9827. Alright, so remember to check us out every week over at pop or specifically at fags. breakroom.org. Uh, we don't ne- we fags. don't need com. look. Stop your hate. <laughs> Stop your hate. Die, faggot die. Good God. Wow, just the hate for the homosexual is, ramp. uh, is, is rampant tonight <laughs> from the CinemaDiabolica.com camp. Rape, rape. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Well, there's a reason we filed, fired Charles, and there you go. Uh, yeah, check us out, org. You can get links to uh, our MySpace, which we never check. There uh, there's what is email addresses. MySpace.com slash TheBrickroom. Sure. We'll go with that. Uh, I think we're here. still headed towards episode 100, according to that. High five! Uh, <laughs> you can find our forum link there. Uh, please uh, leave us a nice uh, comment. I wish there. I knew how to quit you in uh, iTunes, if you would. Uh, give that. us a call to four three nine ninety two seventy podcastbreakroom@gmail.com and vote for us at the podcast awards for best entertainment, entertainment podcast. podcast. Right,
0: not entertainment news. Entertainment, right.
2: as said last week. Well, look, if you want to vote for us in that category as well, feel free. We love all you guys. Uh, Pass that.
1: Man, man. We're
2: we are and we'll uh, catch you guys next week with uh I think we're going to look at um God there was something else we had that we were going to do this week Who and no I no can't remember what it the is the news, now it was something involving music. Uh, oh, music the music Hall of Fame right Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductees yeah. coming at you next week we break down the list in episode 117 probably
0: another bullshit list it's a
2: bullshit list all and buddies have you seen buzz and buddies
5: Yo, this is the head. Take the fucking cock out of your ear and listen up. That had to be the funniest episode I've ever heard. No, I guess that's about it. Well, I'll be seeing you later. Peace.